0: Hey, I'm Julia Furlan, and here are four stories you need to know about today. The Supreme Court upheld President Donald Trump's travel ban yesterday. This is the third iteration of that travel ban, which prevents some immigrants or visa holders from seven countries from entering the U.S. The countries, by the way, are Iran, Libya, North Korea, Somalia, Syria, Venezuela, and Yemen. The ruling is a victory for the Trump administration because it says that Trump had authority under the Immigration and Nationality Act to issue the September 2017 proclamation to, quote, suspend entry of aliens to the United States. Yesterday's ruling was only on the third version of the ban, which is a more narrow proclamation than the previous travel bans. The administration withdrew the earlier versions of the ban before the Supreme Court was able to hear them. Justice Sonia Sotomayor harshly criticized the decision. She spent more than 15 minutes reading her dissent on the bench. In it, she compared the decision to the 1944 Supreme Court decision, Korematsu versus U.S., upholding the internment camps used to detain people of Japanese ancestry during World War II. But the court used the travel ban case to refute and overturn that earlier case. In his opinion, Roberts said that Korematsu has nothing to do with this case. The history of the travel ban began in December 2015, when candidate Trump said this. Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States until our country's representatives can figure out what the hell is going on. So here's a refresher on the history of the travel ban. At the end of his first week in office, Trump signed the executive order barring travelers from seven Muslim-majority countries and halting the entire refugee program for a period of time. That led to total chaos, I'm sure you remember it, and protests at airports across the country, as well as court orders halting enforcement of parts and eventually most of the ban. In March of 2017, Trump issued a second order, which he later referred to as a, quote, watered-down, politically correct version of his initial ban. It also faced opposition from the courts, although the Supreme Court allowed it to go into effect in part. Finally, in September, Trump issued a third, narrower ban, one that the administration argued was based on a full review by federal agencies. This is the one that the Supreme Court upheld yesterday. Between the Supreme Court's decision about the travel ban and the ongoing story of family separations at the U.S.-Mexico border, there is so much happening around immigration right now. And that's not going unnoticed by anyone. After the Supreme Court announced its ruling, President Trump told Republican members of Congress that the U.S. has, quote, the worst immigration laws in the history of the world. He also had a solution. It's so simple. It's called, I'm sorry you can't come in. You have to go through a legal process. The comments came after Trump signed an executive order on family separations last week after widespread criticism of the administration's new zero tolerance on immigration policy. The new order keeps detained families together instead of separating parents from their children at the southern border. Protests for Muslim and immigrant rights formed around the country in reaction to the Supreme Court's decision. In downtown Los Angeles, people gathered to protest Jeff Sessions as he visited a local courthouse. 25 people were arrested, including members of the clergy. And 17 states sued Trump's administration in an attempt to reunite the families that have been separated at the border. This is the first legal challenge over the practice at the state level. In a media briefing, Health and Human Services said it still has a little over 2,000 children in custody. So that means that since last weekend, only six kids have been reunited with their parents. Terry Crews said that he'll no longer be a part of the Expendables franchise because one of its producers asked him to drop his sexual assault case against Hollywood agent Adam Vennett. Crews has done three Expendables movies with Sylvester Stallone and is dropping out of the fourth to take a stand. The producer in question is Avi Lerner, who is under his own sexual assault investigation. Lerner dismissed the woman's allegations as lies, but Crews is not having it. Cruz was invited to Congress to testify about the Sexual Assault Survivors Bill of Rights and the Statute of Limitations for Sexual Assault Survivors. He called both Venet and Lerner out during his testimony. He said that, quote, abusers protect abusers. Cruz said that he hopes his testimony will address the culture of toxic masculinity and hopes that this bill will give power back to all survivors, regardless of their gender. Rashida Jones has directed a PSA for Time's Up about workplace sexual harassment. It's modeled on a video by Blue Seat Studios from 2015 that's called Tea Consent, which went totally viral and explained sexual consent in terms of offering someone a cup of tea. If you're still struggling with consent, just imagine instead of initiating sex, you're making them a cup of tea. You say, hey, would you like a cup of tea? Jones and the rest of Time's Up felt that the PSA should engage men, so they invited Donald Glover to narrate the video. Is it okay to think a co-worker looks sexy in their pants? Sure. Think away. But is it okay to tell that person that you think they look sexy? Um, no. Jones has been involved with Time's Up since October, which was before the organization even had a name. The group formed last year during the cathartic, chaotic aftermath of the Harvey Weinstein sexual assault and harassment investigations. For more on the latest stories, you know what to do. Download the BuzzFeed News app and don't forget to listen to our wonderful new show. It's called The News and it's hosted by me. And I think you're going to love it. Get it wherever you're hearing my voice right now.